0: Hey guys, welcome back to Care Anarchy. I have what an amazing guest today. I'm so excited for this and um I really have been looking forward to this interview. So I'm sure you've heard of him. Um I think the whole internet has at this point and um he's truly a star, you know within his rights and I'm so excited because recently he launched this wonderful new skincare line with um cl- in collaboration with thank you list which we all know I'm a huge fan of thank you list so you know th- all good things so without further ado I want to introduce you to Hiram Yarvo, who is just amazing <laughs> welcome to the show Hiram <laughs> Thank you so
1: much for having me and for such a kind introduction. It's awesome Um, being on the podcast. I love your philosophy and I'm just super excited to chat.
0: Oh, it is such an honor. I'm so excited to talk to you because I, um, am not going to lie, I've been doing my homework and reading and like, there are some articles that are legit. Like you make, you, it reminded me of like a professor to be careful of like back in the day, you know what I mean about you? Because they're like very like, he, Hiram knows his stuff. And if he doesn't like something, it does, it just doesn't work, you know, like people realize. So I want to, I want to take it back. I want to like go back to the beginning of how you got involved with, you know, just, the, in the whole industry, you know, like what really brought you in and, um, you know, how how did you grow your influence and all the good things, all the details?
1: Yeah, for sure. So my journey into cosmetics is is one, I think that's pretty non-conventional. I mean, I grew up in an environment where there was no exposure to cosmetics, any mention of it, the most skincare I was ever you know, introduced to was when I went to the beach once and we put on sunscreen, but that was pretty much it. Um, Nothing more than that. And so I really didn't know much about skincare until, you know, I was in late high school and when I started going to college. And my personal, you know, reasoning for first entering the skincare space was I was rapidly aging. Um, I was struggling with premature aging pretty badly where I was, you know, 16 years old and I had deep set lines all over my face, on my forehead, under my eyes. And when I got to college, it got a lot worse, even though I was just 18 years old. And, uh, you know, it was very evident um, from all the years of sun damage exposure that I had and you know just never having taken care of my skin of course my skin was you know really struggling and I had friends in my life who were like Hiram you're looking rough you're looking a lot older than you are you probably started taking your skin um and and that's when I started you know testing out products and when I had the first introduction to the reality that skincare products are actually effective, they actually work. And it was able to get rid of a lot of of that premature damage. And I, soon after, you know, became really interested in makeup. I was a makeup artist and then transitioned to working in the skincare space. And that's really where my passion for skincare education began because I loved just telling people about ingredients and functionality and what would work best for their skin and what they should look out for and what they should look for when it comes to shopping for products. And I thought to myself, you know, I don't really see anyone talking about this online. Uh, I don't really see a lot of people talking about simplified skincare information um, to people you know who have absolutely no idea that they're supposed to take care of their skin and so that's what um, kind of the primary reason why I started creating content on YouTube and since then it has just been a wild wild journey and it's been incredible to see that more than just you know a few people are, are interested in skincare it's it's really um taken hold of this next generation and it's so amazing to see
0: yeah no I bet that's I, I bet the journey has been really really cool and I love how, you know how you said that there wasn't a lot of people like that you didn't see a lot of people talking about this stuff and I you know that's what really intrigues me is that you know I think when you come across this realm of, like skin health and skin care, it's like a rabbit hole, right? And then, But then you don't see a lot yes. of real information like coming out and people are really, you know, clarifying or they're even discussing the options that are available. So I love that you said that. And um, I, you know, my, one of my questions for you is though that, you know, how was that in the beginning when you were first providing content and coming out with information about skin health? How was the response um, from people? Or did you just see, you know, a very positive response overall
1: yeah you know um there's always that initial fear at the very beginning when you're a content creator when you first have to put yourself out there of just being like oh my gosh I'm so scared because so many people are going to see my videos what are they going to think of me and you know all those all those normal fears and then you realize very quickly as a small creator that no one's really watching your videos. (laughs) So you may as well just talk about whatever you want and just, you know, be really authentic to what you believe. And so that was kind of the situation for me. I felt pressure at the very beginning. But then once I realized that, you know, my videos were getting like 10 views, 20 views, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to talk however I want to talk and share my opinions just like I would if I was shopping with a friend and they asked me my opinion on certain skincare products. And I just decided to like really stick with that kind of perspective and focus. And, you know, when it comes to anyone who is, you know, trying their best to be authentic on the internet, there's always going to be a fair share of positivity and negativity. It's just how the internet works, you know? Um, And I think the important thing is not letting that dictate um, your life and the, the way that you create content. And so for me, I, you know, got an introduction to you know, the fair share of hate comments at the beginning. And of course, they riled me up and I would, you know, stay up at night thinking about the one comment that someone had said, but I really grateful that I had the opportunity to grow pretty slowly uh, because I believe it was the first year and a half I was uploading videos that I, I think I reached like 1,500 subscribers. Um, So I I grew pretty slowly and it allowed me the opportunity to like, you know, come to terms with the fact that there's gonna be negativity online. There's gonna be things that people are saying. It gave me that growth and time to figure out like, who, you know, who am I? What what, what do I want to contribute to the online world? What do I want to contribute to the skincare space? You know, um, how do I want people to walk away from my videos? And it was those, you know, kind of fundamental moments uh, that allowed me to kind of create the, the set of standards and, you know, uh, authentic tone that I always try to keep in my videos. So, yeah, it, it was yeah, an exhilarating journey and lots of learning lessons, but in the best possible way.
0: No, I I really, really love that, you know, how you explained that. And I I think that's very important to understand is that, you know, all good things take time. And I'm really glad that you stuck to your guns and you just delivered the information you knew was correct and accurate, you know, according to what you've seen, your experiences. And that's really, um, it leads me to my next question is when you were reviewing brands or, you know, I I hate the word review really, but when you were assessing, you know, what works, what doesn't work or seeing others try things that just didn't make any sense to you after all the experience you've had seeing these products working you know uh closely with them in the sense that you've been trying them you've been testing them you've been learning so how did you approach the critique process when you would uh come across something that was just outright just not uh, this isn't even normal like why do we have this or you know or something just very outlandish? <laughs> what was your critique process
1: Great question. I love that. Um, Yes. So one of the things that I determined um, uh, towards the beginning of my channel is, you know, wanting my reviews of products and recommendations to be based off of accessibility and not necessarily what my personal experience with the formula had been. Because I watched a lot of creators and, you know, was able to learn a lot about products and, you know, uh, see a bunch of different reviews, but oftentimes the person would speak to it solely from their experiential perspective, them saying, oh, this feels so nice on my skin. Uh, it really moisturizes my skin, it feels great. Um, but for me, I would always be like, well, I, I don't know if I have the same skin type as you. I don't know if that formula would perform the same on my skin. And I realized that that was a challenge when it came to reviewing products. And when I you know was learning about ingredients and formulation and how ingredients work together and what ingredients work best for what skin types and what skin concerns, that's when I really, you know, decided that I wanted my criteria critiques and reviews of products and brands to be based off of, you know, ingredient to education and also based off of how accessible they were to my audience. Another thing um, that I saw was so prevalent in the way my viewers engaged with my content was um, that so many people were talking about skin sensitivity, skin irritation, how their skin would react to everything, whether it was fragrance, whether it was essential oils, whether it was, you know, drying alcohols, um, overly strong formulas, whatever it may be, I saw that so many people felt that they didn't have access to skincare because all the product recommendations they were seeing online were primarily for people who, you know, didn't struggle with those things. And similarly, from an affordability standpoint too. So all of those factors kind of morphed into my standards for how I review a product and how I test out a product, and. Um, funny enough, uh, I'd say my personal experience in the terms of like, oh my gosh, this feels amazing on my skin, I love how this feels, kind of comes to the bottom of the totem pole in terms of what I value as most important when reviewing and recommending a product for my subscribers, what comes first is like ingredients, whether it is um, irritating components, in the formula, how, you know, expensive or affordable the the formula is, and then, you know, my personal experience. So I'm I'm really grateful for that. And what I hope it's done is that it can show my audience the importance of ingredient education, looking at the ingredient list, figuring out for themselves what products are going to work best for them, instead of having to blindly, you know, shop for skincare purely based off of, you know, my recommendations of just talking about the Way it feels on my skin alone.
0: I love that. I really love how you have this step by step process and that you really hit a lot of points. I think that, you know, I completely agree with makeup, you know, what should be a good skincare brand. And I think accessibility is by far at the forefront of this conversation because you're right. You know, there's a lot of brands out there, don't get me wrong, doing amazing things, amazing technology. But if I can't buy your product or if my neighbor can't buy your product, then it It makes the white space you're trying to fill remain a white space. So I completely agree with you. I think that's a really, really good point. You know, and the reason I asked you was because a while ago I had read a ridiculous article and it was like, this is the one influencer who can make or break your skincare brand. And I was like, why not to paint him like that though? Like he's he's just because he's honest, right? Like it was just the most ridiculous thing. So, you know, in in a good way, I took it in a good way because it made me realize that, you know, you are obviously doing this in a way that people can trust you know and I think that's something we don't see a lot of right now especially in the influencer world especially in the world of people who just you know they like making reviews and putting them out there you don't see that level of transparency come through I feel like so you know I want to that's one thing I want to really use as a segue into talking about your um, amazing collab with Thank You List as you know obviously for everyone listening I'm sure you know but um, Hiram has done skincare by Hiram with thank you list and it's just such a cool concept that you decided to do this I want to know all the details like what really led to that and um you know why the inky list I mean I have a mil- million reasons but <laughs> I want to I want to know from you
1: <laughs> thank you so much for all those kind words I, I really really appreciate it uh, it's it's you know, being able to work on this brand um, has been so incredible because uh, even the way it started, I started working on the brand by myself um, back in 2019. Um, and, you know, it was something I was determined to do on my own because I was like, I don't trust anyone. I don't think, you know, anyone will have the right approach which is that I wanted to skip on two most pressing issues facing the world, which is, you know, um, Protecting rainforests and providing people with clean drinking water those that was at like the pillar of what I wanted the brand to do um in addition to having like incredible power packed formulas that are accessible and um and so i I was working on it on my own for a while and you know naturally as someone who is new to this manufacturer or ingredient supplier relationships, you know was struggling to move forward um and i became friends with the founders of the inky list mark and colette and our first conversation i was just blown away by you know not not only our mutual passion for skincare but by their desire to want to do something bigger um to want to create a brand that would have lasting residual and sustainable change a long term and we just kind of aligned exactly on it as our friendship grew uh, the conversation started of like hey what if we were to create a brand together and they didn't know you know I had been like doing all this work on my own, um, for a brand. And the idea that they suggested was literally identical to what I had already been working on. And so for me, I was like, this is the sign from the universe that this is supposed to happen, you know, like, what are the odds? And so we started working together and it was an incredible relationship. And we really worked hard to, you know, create formulas that are really effective at, uh, repairing and preventing um, damage within the skin based off of the primary concerns that I see expressed in my comment sections and in my um, DMs from my audience, uh, making sure that the formulas are accessible to people with all skin sensitivities. And, um, you know, of course, each product has a social impact that either, you know, protects forests from deforestation or provides people with clean drinking water, utilizing sustainability, in source sustainably sourced ingredients and you know all these different elements that we worked so hard on um that i could literally go on and on and on well all day um <laughs> we just worked really hard together and i'm super grateful for the opportunity to be involved as a you know um, co-founder with with mark and colette in every single step of building this brand so i'm really really grateful and it's just been the most incredible launch ever
0: yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with you. I think it's such a great thing that you decided to go with uh, Mark and Colette. And again, I, I agree with you. I love both of them. They're just fantastic human beings. And I truly just, you know, I think you couldn't have picked a better brand to really kind of get your feet wet in the, in the world of skincare and the entrepreneurial side. Because I think, you know, the amount of accessibility that Inky, Inky List provides its consumers has has always for me stood out, you know, and it really has been this huge, like, you know, thing about them that I, from the beginning, I've loved is that you can buy literally any kind of product, anything you see on the internet that you think is buzzworthy, they've done it in a very nice and sophisticated way and their products work. And I think that by going to this and using this as your, um, you know, like kind of the, decide. side, you know, or, or way to, like, launch yourself into this market, I think that's very, very um, well thought out also, you know, so I, I, and especially because you mentioned ingredients and how you really focus on them, and that really asks, you know, leads me to talking about the products, because I want to know what the hallmark ingredients uh, have always been for you, or that you've learned, or, you know, tried and true, and that you really wanted to incorporate in your line. Yeah,
1: um, and. Exactly. I'm happy to deep dive into them and just um yeah, you know, the inky list, I completely agree with everything that you said regarding, you know, the founders and the philosophy of the brand and everything. It was just such a natural connection from a skincare philosophy standpoint, from a social change philosophy standpoint, and just from a humanistic standpoint with our connections. So yeah, um it was such a cool process of you know deciding what ingredients to utilize in the products because what really happened is, you know, as I had been building the brand, I already had, you know, all the ingredients that I had in mind, um, the primary ones being, uh, that I wanted in the formulas, uh, niacinamide, retinol, salicylic acid, centella asiatica, like those were, you know, um, examples of the ingredients that I was like, I need these in the formulas, um, you know, this is what my subscribers love, this is what I love, um, they work for so many skin types and they, you know, help with damage, I want all of these. And I brought them to, you know, the InkyList. List, um, and the Inky List was able to say, you know, hey, let's, you know, meet you in the middle and let's bring some of, you know, the ingredients that we're really interested in from an ingredient supplier standpoint that are, you know, um, sustainably sourced or have incredible effort ethics stories um, in terms of the communities and the environments that they help, you know, things I just didn't know about as someone who isn't as deep dived into the, you know, world of ingredients as they are. And that's where, you know, we came up with ingredients like rainbow algae, you know, um, and maracuja and munumura butter and all these other incredible ingredients that just were such perfect combinations with the active ingredients that I had brought to the table and so that's why it was just such an incredible connection because there was no like frustration or fighting back and forth or negotiating on like what ingredients should be used or any of this like they loved all the ingredients that I brought to the table I loved all the ingredients they brought to the table and I think that's just a testament to the power that you know people can have when being aligned on a vision, and I'm so grateful that like you know the Inky list and I have such similar viewpoints um, when it came to skincare because it just made it the most natural connection.
0: Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And you know, I think a lot of the ingredients that you mentioned are really are the tried and true and the most stable, actually, um, in terms of just what they provide in a formulation. You know, I I often think about uh, skincare formulate formulas in this like uh, almost, I guess you know, you could think of it like how someone would teach like geology or something. There's like layers, right? And then, and the formulation, it's like the most stable mm-hmm. ingredients, the most versatile, you know, versatile, the most, you know, reactive. So it's like, I think the things you mentioned are true foundations of really good skincare at this point. Like, you know, for example, niacinamide, I know, like I've read so much literature about it. And I think it's really good to have products that can like you know you've created products that show that this is something that we shouldn't compromise with and that's why I asked you that is because I think consumers now are still lost in this uh, you know this wondering phase of what do I really need and what do I not need and not even just need but like what should my skincare have to be a good brand or to be a good product yeah so I really like that um I I want to ask you uh one thing though because i'm sure it was difficult in terms of you know or i don't know if it was difficult but how was the response from your followers people who really trust your advice when you said you were going to come out with a brand in collaboration with uh another mega brand like what was the response to that
1: Yeah, great question. I'd say the overall response, I was just overwhelmed with how much positivity there was. Um, When I initially announced the brand, it was just, you know, it was chaos. Just so much noise, so much, you know, uh, happening online. It was really exhilarating to see. And from my audience, I just received such a a warm welcome. Um, And I I think it's because, you know, you, you go to the comment sections of any of my videos, you would see all the top comments being like, when are you going to come out with a brand? I can't wait to, you know, for your brand, even though I had never once mentioned that I was working on a brand, um, so many people were really excited for that. And so it was such a cool feeling, be able to reveal that I had been working on a brand for so long, keeping it, you know, a secret and surprising them with that, Um, you know, so from my followers and everything, it was such a great response. Um, Of course, you know, with in any moment online where there's a lot of positive attention, there's also negative attention, and, you know, I definitely saw, you know, mixed opinions to where people were like, oh, but, you know, Hiram is a dermatologist. He's not a chemist, you know, sort of thing, which is one of the primary concerns I've seen when, you know, when creating my content or different things like that. But I think a lot of those people don't realize that, you know, the, I worked with an incredible team of highly accredited chemists, you know, to develop these formulas. It, it wasn't me by myself in the lab, just like tinkering away, making some fun formulas. <laughs> it was working with you know highly intelligent highly you know accredited researched individuals who know their stuff developing the formulas and getting feedback from experts within the industry um, but what i feel like i really was able to bring to the table is all of the requests of my audience and the people who felt like they just didn't have the right products for their skin or they just couldn't find that perfect balance of effective products but accessible products and that's really, I feel like, what I was able to contribute and also, you know, create this brand as a catalyst for positive social change. That was the primary goal from the beginning. So, you know, whenever it's there's an online space, there's always positivity, there's always negativity, and I'd say, like, overwhelming positivity, um, and that's what I, you know, try to focus on. And and it's, it's just so cool whenever I get to see my subscribers in public or read their messages and they're saying, like, you know, your products changed my skin. They helped so much. It got rid of these issues. Like I love them. That's really, you know, makes it worth it.
0: No, I bet, and that's amazing. I love that you, you know, I love the the vision with which you came into this, and I love the energy and and the true love you have for your followers and people who really, you know, hear you and they understand the advice and the knowledge you're delivering. I love that. I, I think it's a beautiful thing, and I I do have one last question for you because I know we're short on time, but I I want to ask you this because it's very important right now in this industry and it's really kind of up and coming i think is your view on men's and being you know male representation in the skincare and beauty space i mean how do you feel about that just as an overview and you know what are some things you've noticed especially being a male content creator and and having been through the you know the nitty gritty of getting gaining followers and the trust of the followers what what has your your impression been like so far in this industry Oh, this is such a great question and it actually
1: comes at an amazing time because I believe tomorrow or the next day I'm posting an entire video on my channel talking about men and beauty and why there's shame associated and the public stigmas and perpetuated sexism that plays into why there is a hesitancy around featuring men with beauty but I'd say you know it has changed so much, even just in the last five years, seven years. I remember when I first started watching YouTube and there was, you know, uh, content creators like Manny Muay and Patrick Starr um, that were really starting to grow. And I remember how ashamed so many companies were of, of, you know, affiliation with them. And they talked with experiences, talking about how brands would not want to associate with them for fear of getting backlash over, you know. Um, men wearing makeup. And that sentiment, you know, unfortunately, I think kind of carries over into, into skincare, at least it did before. And I, you know, of course I get the comments of, from, I would say more closed-minded people that are just like, you know, men shouldn't be doing this, blah, blah, blah. But overall, I'm so fortunate to have such an accepting audience. Like it's so cool to see how many people did not even bat an eye and just um, how many people are not only willing to like watch my content, but, you know, listen to the recommendations that I would give and see how little, you know, uh, something like my gender has, you know, to play in, in something like skincare. And it really doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, skincare is about health, you know, it's about daily yeah. investments into your health, just like brushing your teeth, just like taking a shower. But there is a stigma, uh, I think largely rooted in, you know, sexism against women, um, that, you know, it's kind of plays out when it comes to how, you know, a lot of times men interact with beauty. But I think the really encouraging thing is that with Gen Z, we are seeing a dramatic shift, a dramatic change where, you know, men using beauty products is really normalized. Like everyone has a skincare team. I see lots of, you know, um, cis hetero men Wearing nail polish, wearing makeup, you know, um, different things yeah. like that, and you know, not caring what people think. And I, I, think it's amazing, and I'm really encouraged to see how progressive it is online. And at the end of the day, you know, for me, I'm just like, skincare is about health. You know, it's about taking care of your health, and that should be accessible to everyone, and no one should feel shamed or you know, guilty for wanting to invest in their health and you know, boost their confidence.
0: I absolutely agree with you. I think that that really is the fundamental here is that you shouldn't be afraid just because you're, you're a man and you know, whatever norms are set in society, you know, everything that higher said, I completely agree with you. And I think also it, it, goes so much more beyond than just like gender it's just like you said it's it's a thing about health you have to take care of your skin you have to wear sunscreen you know you have to you have to make sure you're hydrated well hydrated you know these are all concerns that you know you're going to go if you go into you know I hope this never happens to anybody if you go into an ER and you're very very ill they'll look at your skin you know they'll look at your skin they'll look for dehydration they'll look for any kind of weird you know marks or scarring or something that can indicate so your skin is part of this overall view that doctors and physicians and you know professionals have your health so I completely agree with you Hiram I think it really is shifting that conversation more towards health and also you know just to add to what you said I think the normalization of especially something like makeup needs to it needs to hurry up and be a thing in this industry because let's be real how many of us have had a zit or like bad a bad skin day and you just want to put on that foundation where you don't even know it's on but it's there you know and it's doing what it needs to do with like cover up the redness I don't know why we're shaming one gender for doing the same thing women do every single day we do it all the time we do it at work we you know we touch up our makeup you know so I love that
1: yeah I completely agree and I think it's so encouraging to see the progress that has been made, but at the same time, with any you know societal shift in views, it takes a while. Um, and so, I'm I'm really encouraged to see how quickly it's been progressed. Where we're going to be in like five years, and I think the the biggest proponents of that change is like the younger generation. And I, you know, it's just let people express themselves and feel comfortable and feel confident, you know, however they want to, whatever makes them you know feel happy because that's inevitably what will make other people happy and just contribute to the betterment of our society so I am totally with you on that one
0: I yeah I completely agree well I want to thank you so much and you know I I can't wait to have you back on I would love to have you on anytime I think there's just so much you and I could really talk about and dive into so yeah thank you so much that would be amazing I mean thank you so much for having me Yeah, it's been an honor and everyone listening, I'm going to end up posting the the art with all the information on Instagram for this as usual. But this has been such a fun episode. I hope you've loved it. And if you have not already, definitely go check out skincare by Hiram and the Inky List. So, you know, you, you got to do it because, and also I hope Colette's listening. And if Colette's listening, I love you. She's such an amazing human being. Both of them are Mark and, <laughs> and Now Hiram is, is on the team as well. So three amazing people creating something amazing. So go check it out. Leave mm-hmm. us your comments, your questions, any feedback. And yeah, I'll be back next time. Thank you so much, Hiram. Thank you.